How is everybody? Here we are on the, I think it's the 19th. Oh my gosh, it's the 19th of December. And I'm kind of in the fest of spirit, even though I've got a lot of stuff going on. My mom is in the hospital and I have a dear friend that's not doing well health-wise. My shower broke today and all five and all, in my house are five people and I only have one shower and that was broken today. And let me tell you, I got up this morning and the first, the only thing I wanted to do was go to my 12-step meeting and then I went to the hospital to visit my mom and she's okay. Um, I don't know. She had a lung transplant two years ago and she's definitely having some problems because of it and she's in the hospital and just say a prayer for her if you're out there listening because she is... I don't know. Who knows how long we're all destined for this planet, but she's in the hospital and I am there for her. The crazy thing is, is that I haven't wanted to drink over any of this. And this morning it was really nutty. In fact, that was the last thing I thought about was a drink because you can't get into action or make any real choices or decisions if you've been drinking. At least I haven't been able to before in my previous life. I was never able to do anything. It was all about me. So I got up, went to my 12-step meeting and got my boys and we went and went down to the hospital to visit my mom and I could be of service to her. And this time of year is really hard. So there's a couple things I want to talk about today. First, I want to talk about what is your plan for this holiday season and getting through it. And number two is that I want to talk about my fun thing I developed. I developed two things. I did a 12 days of Christmas, which I'm doing on Instagram. If you want to follow me at busy living sober on Instagram, and it is on my website, which is www.busylivingsober.com. And, um, so I have all these things out there and it's been kind of fun doing it. So each day I put on a new hat and I, but for you all listening, you're going to get to hear the whole song because I'm going to sing it to you. Isn't that scary? I am because I think it's kind of fun. And I made up the song, which was really fun. And then I also found another thing was the night before Christmas and it has to do with sobriety and 12 steps. So a bunch of stuff that we have going on today. Um, First off, we're going to talk about what is your plan. So this time of the year, it's really, really, really hard, right? We're around a lot of people and we love people, right? We will love our families. We love getting around our families for the holidays, but at times we get uncomfortable. And when we're uncomfortable, what do we do? And do we have a plan? I know this growing up in St. Louis, Missouri, we always had a plan. If there was a tornado, what were we going to do? And that's what we need to do with ourselves and taking care of ourselves and making sure we're doing what we need to do this holiday season and making sure that you aren't, you have a way out. So I can tell you this. I have a friend who had to go to actually a holiday party for her kids and it was with the school kind of, it was a school sport, but not like official school sport, but she had to go to this party and she thought, oh, it'll just be about the kids. There won't be any drinking. It'll be easy. Well, she got there and there was drinking everywhere and it made her go. I mean, she was just, I mean, in a panic because all she could do is think about herself and think, oh my gosh, everybody's looking at me. I'm not drinking. I feel un- in- uncomfortable because everybody is drinking and I'm not. And what are people going to say? And our minds are crazy, crazy places. They go to pr- crazy things. We make this stuff up like they're talking about us. Nine out of 10 times we know that they're not talking about us because most people talk about themselves only. So 
What do you do? What do you do? You pick up the phone. You call someone. You don't deal with life by yourself anymore. Today, we take care of ourselves first. And, you know, this friend of mine also said to me, she's like, you know, I've got to put my recovery before my kids, my husband, my siblings, my parents, my everything. And I said, yes, you do. And people listening might go, oh, that's crazy. Your kids come first. Your husband comes first. Your family comes first. But no, they don't. No, they don't. Not when we have alcoholism. When we have alcoholism, we have to come first and we have to make sure we're okay because under any and all circumstances, we can't pick up that first drink. It has nothing to do with the 47th drink. It's the first drink. And this time of year, we have expectations we want to set on ourselves, right? We want to make sure our kids get the right gifts. We're giving the right gifts to the loved ones. We're making sure our houses look perfect because if people want to stop by, we want to make sure we have the right outfit on because we're going to the right party. We want to make sure are these the right shoes. Do I feel comfortable? Do I feel comfortable? Do I feel comfortable? Is everybody going to love me? Is everybody going to love me? Is everybody going to like me? Are people going to be talking about me? All these crazy things going on in our heads. But if we take a deep breath and we realize we are who we are and we've got to fall in love with ourselves, that's number one. And if we go to a situation where we're feeling judged, we're not going to feel okay and we're going to pick up that drink. So if we go to a place where we're feeling judged, my advice, make sure you have a car or a way out. Have an Uber, have enough money to pay for an Uber to get home. Have enough money to get um, a ride with somebody if you don't have a car. If you have a car, bring it with you. If you have a loved one or a spouse or a significant other, make sure you bring your own car. Because you've got to take care of you. Your significant other might be having a grand old time at whatever function you're at. And they might be like, I want to stay. And you're like, well, I want to go. Go home, get in your bed, watch Netflix, watch your favorite show. I have to tell you, Shit's Creek is hysterical. It's S C H I T T S Creek on um, Netflix, on Netflix. It's awesome with Eugene Levy and Kathleen O'Hara. Kathleen O'Hara, and um, but it's taking care of you. It's like going home and saying, "I can't be around this because I don't like how I feel right now. I don't feel comfortable. I don't like myself right now. I'm judging myself. Somebody else's I feel like is judging me." And if you feel like you're in that situation, you have to t- you have to take care of you. You can't do anything else. You can't be social. It doesn't matter about the party. People aren't even going to remember. They're going to be like, oh, I saw her walk in or I saw him walk in, but he left. And who cares beyond that? Who cares? Because it's you that you're going to wake up with tomorrow morning. You're not going to wake up with that, uh, that whole party full of people. And I'll tell you this, it is way better to wake up the next day knowing that you left and didn't say anything and you didn't act a way that you're embarrassed by. Because waking up with shame and remorse and regret from the night before is the absolute definition of hell in my book. That's the worst. Because you know that you did something and you're like, what did I say? Who did I say that to? Was I offensive? And the thoughts go on and on and on and on and on. And we beat ourselves up. And for what? For that two second of release that we get from drinking alcohol? Two seconds. And the rest of the time we're chasing that two second buzz. It's not worth it. So have a plan. What is your plan? How are you going to take care of you this holiday season? How are you going to ensure that you can make it through this holiday season without picking up a drink if you have a problem with drinking? What are you going to do? What's your plan? Have a plan. Talk about it with somebody. You know you can always reach out to me at busy, B-I-Z-Z-Y, at busylivingsober.com. 
and you can tell me your plan. If you don't have a friend you feel confident talking to, call me. Don't do this alone. Don't have this holiday season alone. Don't get yourself up in a jam for nothing. Don't have this 2018 holiday season be yucky because you did something that you are going to regret. And the unfortunate thing is when we do those things that when we pick up the drinks, we do things that we regret and we get shame. I have another friend who shall remain anonymous right now. And she, you know, we always say, we're not going to do this. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do this. We're not going to, I haven't done that yet. I haven't done that yet. I haven't gotten a DUI yet. I haven't gotten, um, a DUI. I haven't gone to jail yet. I haven't drink, drank Listerine yet. I haven't had, I haven't drank hand sanitizer. I haven't done those things yet. Well, eventually those yets become, I did that. I did that. I did that. I did that. What is your bottom going to be? What is your bottom going to be? I have a dear friend who went to one of those places that she didn't think she would ever go to and she went there. And unfortunately, or fortunately, we prayed that was it. That was it. But you know, relapse is not mandatory. But if you have a relapse, make sure that you get back on the on the horse right away. And talk to somebody and don't keep it inside. Don't judge yourself. Don't feel alone. Don't beat yourself up. Don't hurt yourself. Drinking is cunning, baffling, powerful. It's crazy what it does to us. And especially this time of year with crazy stuff going on. People are not happy. People are miserable. I don't even know why we do this Christmas thing besides the fact that I love Christmas carols and I love the whole story of baby Jesus being born. And I love all of that. I hate the pressure. I was talking to my daughter yesterday and she was flying home for Christmas, and I said to her, and she goes to school 13 hour, thirteen hour drive away in Charleston, and that's on a good day if you make it in 13 hours because it normally takes longer. And I said to her, aren't you so excited to be getting on a plane? And she's like, oh, my gosh, Mom, it's so stressful. I was like, stressful? What's so stressful about it? She's like, oh, my gosh, I have to make sure I get through the TSA, okay? I have to make sure my bag's going to fit underneath the seat or over in the overhead. Are they going to take it away from me? And are there lines? And what are the lines like? And, oh, my gosh, do I have the right seat? And is somebody sitting next to me? And do I have a window seat or am I on the aisle? And am I going to be squished in the way back of the plane? And, I mean, her... Her head goes on. She's like, mom, that is so stressful. And for somebody who likes to drink, that's the answer, right? We'll go get a drink rather than dealing with the stress, but we have to not drink. So we have to realize that we can't stress over this. We have to be like, okay, I'm just going to let go and I'm going to let God. I'm going to let go and let God, and I'm going to love, and I'm going to have trust, and I'm going to be there for my fellow person instead of judge them. Because yea, by the grace of God, go I. Yay, by the grace of God, God, go I. That is how I feel. Like, I just feel completely and utterly blessed beyond my wildest dreams. Because I have my sobriety. I have my kids. I have my mom, who's still alive down the street. And I have my siblings. And I have a wonderful husband. And for that, I'm going to be eternally grateful. But I can't get to that gratitude if I'm drinking. There's no gratitude when I'm drinking. You're not like, oh, I'm 
so grateful that I got so drunk. I'm so grateful that I made an ass out of myself last night. I'm so grateful I yelled at my husband and now we're in a huge fight. I'm so grateful. Like, <laughs> we don't do that when we're drinking. On the contrary, we, um, at least for me, I was not somebody you'd want to have over to your house. I was somebody that was embarrassing and I just hated myself. But again, if you're out there, I can regress, as you know, if you listen to me often. Um, I want you to know that if you're out there and you are like, how am I going to do it? You're going to do it one minute at a time, one hour at a time, one day at a time. And it's even a Buddha thing, you know, it's Buddhist to live in the moment. God, the presence in the moment is a Buddhist thing. Like living in the now is a, is truly, truly, truly a Buddhist thing. And making sure that you take care of you is a Buddhist thing. And I know sometimes we're taught that that's selfish to take care of me. I should be taking care of everyone else. But on the contrary, we need to take care of ourselves, especially with alcoholism and making sure that we take care of ourselves this holiday season is the most important thing. Because I don't want you, if you're listening and you have a problem with alcohol, to go through this holiday season and go, oh, I did it again. I did it again. Because we don't think about it, but our love, we think, at least I didn't think that I was hurting anybody when I was drinking, but I was hurting everyone. And I did things that I still regret to this day. But I don't drink anymore because I have a solution today and I want you to have a solution. I want you to have a solution so you don't have to feel alone so that you can do something besides pick up that drink. Try one of the things this year. Try bringing your own car. Try having an escape plan. Try having enough money in your pocket that if you have to take an Uber, you do and you don't pick up that drink and you go home and you climb into bed and you watch... It's a wonderful life. <laughs> whatever it is, Shit's Creek, it's a wonderful life. What, uh, you know, Home Alone, whatever it is that you want to do. But get yourself out of a place where you, where the only answer cannot be picking up a drink. The only answer cannot be picking up the drink. The answer can be, I can get out of here and I can go home. And I can take care of me today. And tomorrow's always a brand new day. Please, please make a plan this holiday season so that you're taking care of you. Please, I beg of you. I did it for myself. I remember my kids were little and we opened presents and I was out. I was like, I'm not staying here for mimosas and Bloody Marys and everything else that everybody's going to get into. I need to go home. And I did it. Nobody really missed me. <laughs> That's okay. But um, I did. I took care of me. And I want you to take care of you if you're listening. You're worth it, even if you don't think you are. I know you're worth it. We're all worth it. We're worth having a lifetime, a life, a life, a life, a life full of hope, a life full of dreams, a life full of cares, a life full of happiness. No more regrets. No more shame. No more remorse. It's all about falling in love with you. You have to find out what makes you tick. See where you're comfortable. It doesn't matter where somebody else is. It's where you are. And it takes some time. Give yourself the time, the energy. Give yourself that gift. You're worth it. I promise you you're worth it. You'll find something that's going to work for you. If it's church, if it's 12 steps, if it's 12 step meetings, if it's smart recovery, whatever it is, find something that is...
your place that you feel comfortable and where you can share and where you can find love and where you can find self-acceptance. So I'm going to get to you guys. Now I'm going to read to you my 12 days of Christmas because I think it's kind of fun. So on the first day of Christmas, my HP gave to me. Okay, I'm going to give you a side note. HP, higher power. I call it God, whatever you want to call your higher power. Buddha, the trees, um, the doorknob, a house, whatever it is that you call your higher power, which, to which I call God. So when I say um, on the first day of Christmas, my HP gave to me, I mean God. So on the first day of Christmas, my HP gave to me a lifetime of sobriety. Oh, again, lifetime of sobriety, meaning just for today. Up until today, I've had a lifetime of sobriety for the past 12 and a half years. So that's my lifetime. So on the, I'm going back again. Here we go. To regress on the first day of Christmas, my HP gave to me a lifetime of sobriety. On the second day of Christmas, my HP gave to me the gift of trust and a lifetime of recovery, a lifetime of sobriety. Oh my gosh. On the third day of Christmas, my HP gave to me real friendships, trust, and a lifetime of sobriety. On the fourth day of Christmas, my HP gave to me the grace of forgiveness, real friendships, trust, and a lifetime of sobriety. On the sixth day of Christmas, oh no, four, just, yeah, I'm like, you guys, I'm sorry, I'm so slow today. On the fifth day of Christmas, my HP gave to me hopefulness, the grace of forgiveness, real friendships, trust, and a lifetime of sobriety. On the sixth day of Christmas, my HP gave to me gratitude, hopefulness, the grace of forgiveness, real friendships, trust, and a lifetime of sobriety. On the seventh day of Christmas, my HP gave me self-love, gratitude, hopefulness, the grace of forgiveness, real friendships, trust, and a lifetime of sobriety. On the eighth day of Christmas, my HP gave to me balance, self-love, gratitude, hopefulness, the grace of forgiveness, real friendships, trust, and a lifetime of sobriety. On the ninth day of Christmas, my HP gave to me Freedom from fear, balance, self-love, gratitude, hopefulness, the grace of forgiveness, real friendships, trust, and a lifetime of sobriety. On the 10th day of Christmas, my HP gave to me the strength to let go, freedom from fear, balance, self-love, gratitude, hopefulness, the grace of forgiveness, real friendships, trust, and a lifetime of sobriety. On the 11th day of Christmas, my HP gave to me self-respect, strength to let go, freedom from fear, balance, self-love, gratitude, hopefulness, the grace of forgiveness, real friendships, trust, and a lifetime of sobriety. And on the 12th day of Christmas, my HP gave to me recovery, self-love, self-respect, the strength to let go, freedom from fear, balance, self-love, gratitude, hopefulness, the grace of forgiveness, real friendships, trust, and a lifetime of sobriety. 
So what this really is, is each day I name a character that I received as a gift from my higher power. And one of those gifts was a lifetime of sobriety since the minute I quit drinking. I have trust now, the gift of trust. Real friends, forgiveness, hopefulness, gratitude, self-love, balance, freedom from fear, the strength to let go, self-respect, and recovery. That's my wish for you this Christmas season, that you get these gifts one day at a time, one minute at a time. And the last thing I'm going to read is this thing I found from years ago. Now, it has to do with, you know what, I'm not going to read it because it's too 12-step oriented. And I know a lot of people that are listening don't really like the 12 steps. So I'm not going to read it. But if you want to hear it, you can always reach out to me at busy at busylivingsober.com. Um, but, you know, my whole thing is, you know, life doesn't have to be so painful anymore. We can change things. It's all up to us. We need to use the power within us to say, no, I want to change. I'm going to do things differently this time. Take the time to do things differently this this season, please. Don't pick up that glass of wine. Don't pick up that beer. Don't pick up that shot. Don't pick up that cocktail. If you don't and alcohol don't get along, do something different for you this year. Give yourself a gift that's priceless. That gift of falling in love with you. That gift of sobriety. That gift of like, I don't want to fight alcohol anymore. Because the fact is, and I've mentioned this many times, alcohol is a thief. It takes from you. It takes everything from you. And it might not take, might take years. It might take a week. But alcohol is cunning baffling, powerful. It's stronger than you. It's stronger than any relationship. And guess what? Nine out of 10 of us can't even deal with it properly because guess what? We drink one, we get drunk, we drink 47 and we hate ourselves. I don't want you to hate yourself anymore. I don't want you to feel shame anymore. I don't want you to feel remorse anymore. I don't want you to feel bitterness anymore. I don't want you to not love yourself. I want you to fall in love with you. Take this first step and try it. How are you going to do this holiday season without drinking and make it about the other people in your lives this year? Make it about your loved ones. Make it about the other people this year. You can do it. You can hang out for an hour. You can hang out for half an hour and then go home and take care of you if you're not comfortable in this situation. Make sure you do what's important for you so that you're okay. Everybody else is not your problem. I mean, obviously, if it's you have children and babies, you're going to have to make sure they're in bed and da 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 But if you, once you do that, take care of you and it'll be a lot easier to do while you're sober than while you're drinking. I promise you that. I'm busy living sober next week. I've got a great thing, you know. I think my dear friend Louise will come on and we can talk about her one year. Actually, next Tuesday is Christmas Day. So I'm not going to be on next week. It's going to be the following week. Um, The following week, I will be on and we will have a major New Year celebration, which will be Louise having a year and it's going to be awesome. And um, if you're out there, please know you're not alone. I wish you the best holiday season ever. Take care of you. Make a plan. Email it to me. If you have nobody else to talk to and you want to tell me, it's I'm your, I don't know, I don't know anybody that you know, 
please tell me, busy, B-I-Z-Z-Y, at busylivingsober.com. Email me. I will respond to you. I promise. Just know, know deep in your heart that you're not alone, that I am here. I will be cheering you on. Even if I don't know you, I'm sending my blessings and my hope for you that you have the most beautiful, wonderful Christmas ever and that you fall in love with you. And if this is your first time doing this, good luck. Good luck. I'm praying for you. I'm cheering for you. I promise you, your life will be beyond your wildest dreams because you will not have to worry about where's my alcohol? Where Do I have enough of it? Am I going to be able to make it? Am I going to be hungover? I'm going to finish with this. I remember when my kids were little and I would have those toys you'd have to put together. Oh my God. And I would start drinking at Christmas Eve, right? Like we all go to these parties and we start drinking and you know, of course I had too many and it was like, oh my God, I got to put this together. And then you fall asleep or pass out on my case and you'd pass out and you'd be like, oh my God, do I have everything done? The gift this year is you, hopefully you will have everything done. You'll wake up in the morning excited to celebrate with your kids. And if they wake you up at a crazy hour, be happy instead of being like, oh my God, why are you waking me up? Go back to bed. Make it about them. Make it about you. Fall in love with you and have the most beautiful Christmas. Until two weeks from now, keep getting busy living sober. Bye, everybody. Bye.